We have uh, we have a real noteworthy occasion that's just taken place. Last month, a Dallas attorney was named to head up one of the nation's biggest law firms. And the intriguing thing is, it's a Chicago-based firm, so they've never had anybody outside of Chicago to run it. That's another first. They've never had a Latina. They've never had a Texan. And they do now, by golly. Uh, Dallas attorney Yvette Ostalaza joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. Good to be on. Thank you for having me. You you checked every box there is, I think, and a Texan and running it from from a great distance. They they must really like you a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd like to think so, but we have twenty offices worldwide, and as you know, DFW is a wonderful airport where you can fly all over the world to easily, and so uh, location. Uh, it's pretty perfect uh, to run any global enterprise. And, and uh, Sydney Austin has, what, two, 200 attorneys here already? In Texas, we have over 200 uh, attorneys and more with employees. Wow. I was intrigued to find out that about, what, half the partners are women. That's, that's noteworthy, isn't it? In the legal profession, it is. Um, the percentages aren't quite that way. But in Dallas in particular, 50% of our office uh, – has female partners. That's fabulous. So tell me about the law right now. I Somebody told me, I don't know, several years ago, I think our last was graduated, so tell him not to be a lawyer. There are too many lawyers. They don't need as many lawyers anymore. Google has changed all that. You don't have to do, you don't have to big law libraries. You don't have to do research. We don't need as many lawyers. Is that true? Definitely not the case. Uh, I would tell, and I have told my son, he needs to go to law school. We are desperate for lawyers uh, because of the birth rates uh, that dropped during certain years in particular. Uh, definitely, there's not as many people going through the legal system and becoming lawyers. And the legal demand in certain types of work has increased, and we're not able to satisfy that. While you're absolutely correct that some of the skills and things that lawyers did 20 years ago have been replaced by AI. What industry hasn't from yeah. medicine to manufacturing, we're doing things at a faster pace. And I think involved in more interesting aspects of the law, but that hasn't changed the need for lawyers. What it has changed, I think for the positive is what lawyers spend their time doing. Well, and, and, and this, this same person said, you know, now they used to sort of hire us for our ability to ferret out cases and precedent and do research. Now they hire us for our brains. <laughs> and that's why you get fewer. What are you doing? What's the, what's the biggest calling for it? Down here, I would think, you know, you're involved in real estate, lots of mergers and acquisitions, a lot of finance business. Well, in Texas, we have a broad range of things that we offered. We do a ton of litigation. Uh, Texas has always been a hotbed of litigation. The internal investigations and C-suite crisis management matters have exploded. Think of the different waves of issues that boards are faced with, from energy trade wars to COVID pandemic issues, business interruption. So that has exploded too. Uh, for, for example, in Texas, we offer uh, private equity, M&A, uh, the finance aspects of it, tax. But restructuring has also grown in Texas as it's become a place where many companies go to our court system 
to restructure in Chapter 11. And that's in addition to the typical litigation that we've had. Well, so that must, be, must have benefited by the, the pandemic. My gosh, there's a massive amount of reorganization going on. Well, certain industries were definitely affected by the government shutdown, and they had to pivot quickly into a restructuring mode. And there were many filings um, in Texas and across the United States in retail and other areas to restructure. So what's next for, what's next for, uh, for the law firm? What, do you, what changes are you going to uh, oversee while, while you're, uh, you're running the show? Well, Sidley's been around for 155 years. It has a longstanding tradition of excellence and profitability. And so the first step is not to mess that up uh, as a parallel. <laughs> and continue. we uh, had the trajectory uh, that we you know, had 10% increase in profits this year during a year that people were surprised. We're the sixth largest firm in the, you know, in, in American, according to the American lawyer in revenue. And the idea is just to keep on benefiting from the disruption that there is happening in the legal profession, the consolidation that we're seeing by clients and by law firms attract the best talent, chase that talent, because at the end of the day, it's the the lawyers and the legal advice that we have to sell. And we're an attractive platform. And what COVID showed is that some law firms were not very stable to address those uh, changing demands from the pandemic. And we're one of the firms that has been a beneficiary of that shift. You know, I, and I've watched your, your firm grow. And again, now up to the, to the sixth largest. And this seems like a fairly recent phenomenon. I mean, there have always been large law firms. But law seemed to be so specialized. Different states seem to have different laws. And and. I, in fact, my, my father was an attorney, oil and gas attorney, and he'd say, I've got to go find a Louisiana attorney because the law is so completely different down there. And and consequently, law firms didn't operate, operate across state boundaries like they, like they seem to now. Clients want to ha- have a place where they can do one-stop shopping, especially the worldwide conglomerate corporations, private equity firms, so they're not constantly having to educate lawyers on their business. And to me, that has been one of the reasons that law firms have had to offer consistent service across states. With that said, there are some matters that are local. Real estate is, for example, a very localized business. But what happens is the firms that are attracting clients that want them to do deals across border or across states, uh, we'll have those law firms work with other law firms as local counsel or co-counsel in litigation, but just want to deal with one big law firm on their matter. Well, I would imagine that you have, um, if you're not already concierge key on American Airlines, you will be, I guess, going back and forth. I, I, have, been for, I have been for a while. <laughs> That's what I was guessing. Uh, they're a great client, uh, as are their airlines, uh, but Dallas is, as you know, a Southwest and American hub. And so I often travel on both of them. And uh, I flew recently, a couple of weeks ago, to New York on uh, business. And I hadn't been since March of the year before. And they opened a new terminal, and it's beautiful. And I thought, 
only a concierge key or a frequent traveler is excited about a new terminal <laughs> in New York City. Oh, well, this is the, uh, but, the, the new LaGuardia you, you went into, or the new part of LaGuardia? Yes. And, yeah. uh, and, and I, I was telling my children that that was the longest in my since I had turned maybe 21 since I had been not been in New York. Um, so I travel quite a bit because my practice as a lawyer is a national practice. I represent companies, you know, across different states. And so I am a, what they call, you know, whatever a road roarer is, uh, it's been interesting to just be grounded, uh, for so long. And I think the practice will have changed forever post pandemic where perhaps all those meetings that we thought had to be in person or all those hearings that court thought had to be in person will be more and more by Zoom. Well, you, you lead an interesting life. And, and I, w- I, w- I would note, are you, you're still on the board of Lionsgate? The people who made, I am. made La La Land yeah. and Hunger Games and... That must be that, that must be an interesting diversion. A wonderful, a wonderful company. Uh, most recently, it was involved in Knives Out um, and Bombshell. It also owns stars and series like Outlander and Power are part of yeah. it. Oh, that's, catalog. That's great. Well, I, and you can even do a good commercial for them. I think that's fabulous. <laughs> well, look. <laughs> Well, it, who doesn't love the movie business? It, enjoy it. So you are, are now. Are you chairman elect? Are you chairman? Your chair. I am chairman elect. Uh, Larry Barden, who has been a unbelievable mentor and a pleasure to see run the management committee, uh, will step down from the management committee in April of next year. And so I am the chair elect currently of the management committee. I serve on the management committee and on the executive committees of the firm. So this is a year that Larry and I will work together side by side to develop the next steps and and strategy for the firm. Well, we wish you all the best. Yvette Ostalaza is the chair-elect of Sidley Austin, the sixth largest law firm in the United States of America. For more of our conversation, go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.